Hey, is that rigatoni baloney? Welcome to Superhouse Podcast. I am once again Ben Juan here with once again Andrew Wolfatavius Benatavius Maximus the Third, <laughs> and joined by Ayo. <laughs> you know what nobody talks about anymore? Pussy farts. Ayo. <laughs> you are so good, old gross. Uncle Crazy here. <laughs> Queef. Um, how's it going? All right. So it's Ben, Andrew, and Wolf. And so Wolf today queef. we are talking about, uh, if you have been following us, you know we do deep dives into movies. We occasionally do deep dives into unmade movies and unproduced scripts, but this is the first and potentially only time we're going to do a deep dive into a musical, because today is about the unmade Batman musical Woo. from the late 90s to early 2000s. I cannot believe this exists. <laughs> well, it doesn't, technically. But, but it, I, I can't believe this is even a thing under at development. all. Yeah, yeah. Mommy yeah. had a pearl necklace. <laughs> So my neck, <laughs> my Daddy, you love me from beyond my pussy and my crack. <laughs> With original music, music by, by Uncle Crazy, okay, Robert so Goulet. On now, Batman <laughs> Robert Goulet is Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> he always does that. <laughs> the bat signal. So the, the who was. The idea, who was behind this then? Because it always starts with like some composer or somebody with a certain style and stuff. So Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> was, was behind <laughs> everything that involved the Batman musical. Batman? The Batman musical, and it was going to have many cat men. <laughs> cat men? <laughs> yes. But it would be comic accurate because there was a cat man in the comics. All of them were Thomas Blake. All of them, Thomas Blake, and all of them had cat scratch fever. <laughs> and I'm here, and I want to talk like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. would have nothing to add to the conversation. It just looked fun. <laughs> Started British, ended up kind of old-timey speak Welcome from America. to the BBC, does Batman... Well, Batman okay. 1942, <laughs> a day which will live in infamy. <laughs> Batman I think this day. wine is kicking in. It's getting good now, boy. Uh, we we have more, by the way. No, we drank. God it. damn it! At some point, we'll get to this musical. <laughs> There's something about our musical and some Batman shit. All right. So I mean, uh, if you might recall, when they were making 1989, uh, the Batman 1989, they uh, oh, John Peters. John Peters and Jack Nicholson randomly went to see Phantom of the Opera, and then they saw the finale of it, and they're like, we should do something like this, and that's how they created the cathedral confrontation uh, ah, at the end of Batman 89. Cool. So there was a, at least a musical influence in this one, but this is the first time that somebody had thought of doing a, a musical that was inspired by the Burton movies. I can see it. And the guy who was inspired to do this was a man named Jim, Jim Steinman. Now, Jim Steinman, Jim Steinman, not Jim Steinman, that's my Willops of the thing, Jim Steinman. <laughs> God, I still can't believe I did that Jim shit, bro. Stein, Jim fuck? Steinman, uh, he's known for these like rock opera ballads of like the 80s and 90s type era. So we're talking about he co-wrote Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. Love it. 
total eclipse of the heart. Love it. I do anything for love, but I won't do that. It's all coming back to me now. It's Here's all the that. thing: there's so many like hipsters now that like love that shit. I ironically, yeah. But I legit like that shit, man. This like, was I like yeah. uh, Journey unironically. This was my shit. <laughs> I love going it. up. Yeah, it yeah. inspires me. So. Uh, before we tackle his ideas for Batman, we have to tackle some of the stuff that he wrote beforehand because it seems like this guy's been a fan for a while or has subtly brought in different elements that seem to foreshadow Batman because one of his biggest hits in uh, like the 70s or so uh, was with Meatloaf. Yeah. And that was Bat Out of Hell. Yeah. Perfect. So Great I'm going to play album. a little bit of it that basically makes it sound like Meatloaf is singing about Gotham. Oh, there's a man in the shadows with a gun in his eye And a blade shining no so bright There's evil in the hand, there's thunder in the sky And a killer's on the bloodshot streets Born down in the tunnel with a deadly horizon No, I swear I saw a young boy Rock opera, man. Yeah, I know. Yes. They don't make it anymore. Matt Reeves put this in this bat- <laughs> yes, Batman Yes, as he's on the bat cycle. <laughs> But anyway, it's 10 minutes long, so I'm not going to play the whole thing. But <laughs> is, yes, you get the whole idea. I unironically like Meatloaf. I love... Yeah, I <laughs> love good, this man. Yeah. So Meatloaf is right, good. You guys are going to love this thing. <clears throat> so uh, that's what he wrote way back. And then later on, he wrote a song called Original Sin for a group called Pandora's Box. And that he revised it later on in 1994 for The Shadow. Uh, okay. Superhero movie with Alec Baldwin. Yeah. The, the Shadow was very much an influence on Batman, and so they have a similar idea where they're both billionaire. The Shadow came up before Batman in comic book history, but he was a billionaire playboy who moonlights as a vigilante, dark vigilante, who's kind of a combination of Sherlock Holmes and Dracula as well on yeah, his that, police that, contact that, and all that, that shit. This is the so. thing we talked about this in the last <laughs> episode. He said Dracula and Sherlock Holmes equals Batman. Yeah. But the thing is. Dracula and Sherlock Holmes equals The Shadow, which fucking Bill <laughs> Finger Bob King pretty much copied The Shadow, and, put, and Bill Finger puts his own spin on it, right? and so puts is, a bad thing on it, and then so that's is, what happened. Right? Is, yeah. the, is the gray ghost character a nudge to The Shadow it a little is, bit? Yeah, a little the bit. The gray yeah. ghost. Fucking, that's one of the I best episodes, man. that episode. Uh, we should do a deep dive into The God. Shadow and Batman type stuff, because there's a whole bunch of shit that yeah, you guys boy. don't know about. We're going to be up yeah. in your ears for a while. I want to watch baby. that with my dad, because my dad's obviously, I've talked about the Shadow podcast. No, I want to watch uh, uh, the Grey Ghost episode because because oh, yeah. the Adam West connection. Oh mm. right, yeah, love Adam. West. Yeah, we should do yeah. one on the Shadow's influence on Batman because you'll see how deep it is, and it'll make you wonder just what part of Batman was original at that point. Yeah, there's so much, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like uh, what do you call it? A uh, Doc Savage for Superman because he was oh, called yeah. he's called the Man of Bronze, Man of, bronze, the Man his, of Steel, his Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, his real name's Clark. It's unbelievable, dude. Like, yeah. they got away with murder. Yeah, but I mean, they, they, they took less... Superman took less from Doc Savage than Batman took from The Shadow. Right, right, right. Way right, right. less. But anyway. something, it's something clicked with Batman to where it became super popular. Is that generational like, as well, too? You think there's going to be some, like, equivalent to Batman in, like... There 10, could be. years that's more... More popular than yeah. I mean, he's had such a long history. I doubt that's that... That's true. You know, yeah. it, it, he's kind of untouchable now. Like, it's it's... Yeah, it'd be tough to like outpopularize him because of just how much shit they've made out of him. The mythic nature yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mexican yeah, yeah. Batman. <laughs> Batman El Señor del. What's bat in Spanish? Do you know? Uh, uh, Murcielago. Murcielago. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. Good pull. It's Komori in Japanese. Komori. Oh, yeah. yeah. Komori. Oh, I know because in Kumori. the Nolan films, he drives a Lamborghini yeah. Murcielago. 
Oh, oh shit! That's a that's a really deep dive, like yeah. deep cut, deep subtle cut, cut Nolan, clue that man. he did. But yeah, I remember that one because the set pictures leaked out, and they're just like, "Oh my god, it's a Lamborghini Murcielago, and that means bad." And like, let's look how detailed Nolan is. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, that is detail. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just like, like it'd be fine if it was just like in a Bentley or you know, a black, nice, a black supercar, of yeah, some like sort, whatever. Yeah. But like to make it that specific one, I'm like, all right, cool. We're in, in for Mexico, something cool. They had a character called El Gato Negro. The black, like, the black cat. like cat. the Black Panther, but like also kind of like Batman. Ah, gotcha. All right, so The Shadow. Uh, <laughs> There's an adaptation of The Shadow trying to capitalize, I guess, on the fact that they made Batman, so we might as well do The Shadow. Uh, it was in 94, right before Batman Forever. Uh, but uh, for the end credits, they had uh, Jim Steinman sort of rewrote some of the lyrics for the song Original Sin and had it sort of geared towards the Shadow's character, which also sort of reflects on Batman's character. So here's a little bit of it. This could have been in the Rocky soundtrack. Yeah. I love this shit. I love it. Gotham City? Yeah, dude, so good. I love it. Let's bring it back. I'm F for a Batman so, musical. Yeah, like this type of this type of shit was my shit. Like when I was like 12 or so, I had the VHS of the Shadow. I had seen the movie, okay, and it's fine. I liked it, okay, but I would fast forward to the end, okay. so I could play and replay this song over and over uh. again, and I envisioned it being like part of Batman and everything. So. When to finally cool. make the connection that the guy who wrote this song was going to do a Batman musical, or I planned to do a Batman musical, I was like, of course, that's perfect. Yeah. So we were planning on making fun of this, everybody, but it looks <laughs> like this is going to be like actually a legit <laughs> Batman <laughs> musical. Yeah. Like I was thinking Batman coming out of our shells tour, but this is this is, this is going to be like actual coming out of our cowls. Andrew Lloyd Webber bats instead of cats. I don't yes, know. yes. Uh, it, you thought it was going to be like that Batman Beyond episode where it starts with a musical. <laughs> and everything, yeah. and Terry yeah. McGinnis is just like it was sway, and and Bruce Wayne is like it was swarbage. <laughs> he just doesn't <laughs> like it. Uh, okay, so ninety five supposedly uh, he wrote he writes the song called uh, Carpe Noctum, which means seize the night. And according to a Broadway magazine, it's pretty good. It was an unused submission for the soundtrack of Batman Forever. Oh shit! Oh, okay, so he actually wrote this for Batman Forever. He didn't write this for he didn't for some reason he didn't try to work this into the Batman musical. But he did end up having uh, both Meatloaf sing it as well as uh, a musical that I did make that has a lot of some of the songs that didn't make into Batman musical, which was Dance of the Vampires. Again, Batman vampire connection. Mm. He later wow. made a vampire musical based off of the uh, Roman Polanski film, The Vampire Killers, The Fearless Vampire Killers, uh, and included this song in it. So here's a little bit of Carpe Noctum that was originally supposedly written for uh, Batman Forever. That's great. Yeah. This is if Batman was made in 85. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm talking about the Shadow of the City. I mean, come on. This makes way more sense than like a period vampire piece.
Yeah, like it doesn't. It didn't really fit with. Like the soundtrack has like U2, Seal, Brandy, and then to get to this one, it would just feel too. Like it, it feels off. And then it was cut. So this was cut. Yeah, like it was never. It wasn't used. I don't know who sang the original one because the what I just played was from the Dance of the Vampire musical. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't really fit the top forty hit soundtrack type of feel to it uh, that the the actual soundtrack had. So around two thousand two, uh, they finally get a director for this musical, and it's Tim Burton. <laughs> So Tim Burton okay. <laughs> agreed to do the musical because wow. uh, uh, Jim Steinman says, quote, uh, David Ives, who was the one who was co-writing this with him, David Ives and I floundered around for a year trying to figure out how to musicalize Batman. Then we looked at Tim's original movie and thought, that's it. So this would have been a musical version of uh, Tim Burton's movie. Oh, I see. <laughs> They're like, that's it. We found out how to make Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Burns like kind of figured that out back in '89, <laughs> man. But all excuse right. me, sir. I have to scan your blockbuster card if you can. <laughs> By the way, if you look at those pictures of fucking Tim Burton directing Batman, what is he like? Twenty-seven? Yeah, he's in his early twenties. Like I'm wow. just like Jesus. It's yeah. like, dude, like looking at it now as a thirty-five-year-old seeing a guy direct Batman like that young. It's just like, fuck, what man. Have I done with my life. What yeah. are we doing here, man? What are we... <laughs> yeah. <sighs> all right. So I took a big shit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. I feel better. Let's see a fucking young ass Tim Burton man. It's fucking. Um, so unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your opinion about this, uh, it will, the project fell through before everything was completed. They're not really sure. There's conflicting reasons why. Some people say you know 2004, 2005 is when they were ready to have this go on the road. And guess what was out, was coming out in 2005? Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Yeah. Like how are we going to ruin Batman Begins with a musical that we're not really sure about? So like based on '89 Batman, <laughs> what you're trying to fucking get away from? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How so, could there be two Batmans? Actually, in this case, like, it might yeah, be I was going to go see Batman Begins, but this fucking musical is <laughs> right. dude. It's fucking good. This is shit. I know this. So, uh, Jim Steinman also d- decided to take some of the music from the Batman musical and put it into Dance of the Vampires. As you'll find, he sort of reuses a lot of different uh, motifs or different lyrics in it. So, in the original Sin song from The Shadow that I brought up, there's a lyric about um, infinite victims, infinitesimal crime. And Batman actually sings that lyric in uh, one of the songs. So he he reuses a lot. Sounds like a Maynard's <laughs> lyric. <laughs> Allegorical. So uh, <laughs> we're just going to jump into a lot of you these. You have to are add from... a lot of like pseudo-satanic, <laughs> pseudo-fucking-like. Thel- I don't thelemic. know. Yeah. Uh, around 2006 or so, Jim Steinman just says fuck it online and decides to release certain demos cool. that he had Thank done you, Jim. of the musical. <laughs> yeah, along with write-ups of what his intentions were for the songs. Uh, he didn't release all of the songs, at least I don't think so, uh, but they're all in demo form, which is basically just somebody on a piano and someone else singing it or a group of people singing it. It's not the same feeling that you would get from mm-hmm. the actual Broadway theater. So he yeah. would have made, he might, he might have been breaking his NDA, but he was probably like, fuck it. Uh, it was yeah, so, so I mean, long it in was, between. Yeah, like it, the project wasn't going through anymore, and he might yeah. as well put this stuff out there. Right, right, right. So the first, the opening would have been called uh, Vespers, the Song of Gotham City. Uh, it says, quote, uh, it starts with Vespers coming from the Gotham Cathedral, uh, which includes, for the first time, the Angels Arise melody, which is what he reappropriates later. We see the Gothamites fearing the onset of the night, pulling those metal sliding door barriers down and filling with oncoming terror as a storm approaches. And then a Salvation Army woman on the street is like the soprano who sings the song about um, feeling hopeless in Gotham. So here's nice. the uh, opening. So it starts, you're going to hear a piano All play, right. but imagine if it was a full-on orchestra on this part. We get a brain movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> brain movie. <laughs> like it already. <laughs> so yeah, imagine it on stage where they've basically put Anton first Gotham on stage. I want it. As people are coming out or batting down the hatches as you know, as the Gothamites. Batman musical brought to you by Superhouse. <laughs> this is our future, bro. You <laughs> see a guy dancing, ballet dancing in a bat suit, <laughs> flapping his cape. It's Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is a Salvation Army woman singing about, you know, please save us type of thing. I love it. Alright, that goes on for about 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> you Let's now listen to tracks, all of it right now. <laughs> I'm going to bump this on the way home. <laughs> Darkness! <laughs> So, after they sing and storm approaches and everything like that, we, quote-unquote, rise up to see the entire panoramic vista of all of Gotham City, and from the darkness amidst gargoyles and turrets and spires, suddenly we see a gargoyle come alive. It's Batman, watching all before and below him, and he sings this song called, uh, The Graveyard Shift. Wow. Fuck yeah, dude. They were all about this. This yeah. is passion. This is art. Hear the screams of the mad and desperate. Hear the cries of the lost and lonely. There are things that have been only in the dark. As Bruce, as Batman, yeah. That's the sound of an old dream dying, and that's the birth of an original sin. There are things that have been only in the dark, and I see it all. I see it all. The devils are rising. All of the angels are starting to fall. Maybe it's a curse. I can't believe this exists. Maybe it's yeah. a <laughs> gift. No one ever talks when about this. No, it all. keep the yeah. rock opera elements from the meatloaf. And yeah, I work yeah. The fire baby. <laughs> yeah, so that's. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are loving this. I would love to hear gargoyle. I would love to hear some kind of like quippy moment in the Batman where he's where he's like saying he's like on the graveyard shift or something. Yeah, like something he's about like to kick out, and they're like, "Well, where are you off to, Bruce?" And he's like, ah, "I'm on the graveyard shift tonight or something." Like, yeah, not to pay reference to this so much, but it's such a great <laughs> idea. Like, yeah. to write songs about it. Like, mm-hmm. Jim Steinman was like, "I love Batman. And I love musicals." Yeah, like I can't not do this. Isn't there like a, there's a episode of the Batman animated series where he actually has to sing to save somebody or something? Uh, Justice League Unlimited, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that yeah. is Kevin Conroy singing it in order to save Wonder nice. Woman. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that I think it's called List Little Piggy because uh, Wonder Woman gets turned into a pig. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, yeah. what song does he have to sing? Uh, Am I Blue? Oh, yeah, yeah, Am yeah. I Blue? It's a pretty cool yeah. episode, man. Cool. It's Bruce Timm, right? I bet Bruce yeah, yeah, is still great. Bruce, Tim, yeah. Bruce Wayne's probably a great singer. Yeah, like it's because it's supposed to be his like secret talent that he doesn't to- tell anybody type of thing. <laughs> <I love> that, <laughs> he can secretly sing really well. We so, that. That's, so this is just an Elseworlds, Elseworlds dream that Bruce is having. He's like, that he's oh, like singing about, sing, singing about the graveyard shift. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and then Brave and the Bold did. Brave and the Bold did. Uh, they created a villain called the Music Meister, uh, voiced by uh, Neil Patrick Harris, and they oh, did a shit. whole musical uh, episode uh, about the Music Meister. Yeah. And it was Batman and Green Arrow and Black Canary, and Music Meister was basically using Black Canary's uh, sonic cry, Canary cry, uh, you know, and everything, and manipulating her and and using it for for evil and everything. And Batman at the end would have to to sing as well. Uh, on that, so this whole Batman musical thing—it's not a rare thing. It keeps popping up uh, yeah. on that, and then they mm-hmm. later use the Music Meister um, on the CW for the Flash and Supergirl crossover. But uh, again, like, there's a lot of oh yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, because everybody can sing on that show. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, they had Darren Chris uh, on there on the Flash. Yeah, it's it was kind of right. a fluke, but you know, a lot of actors can sing anyway. Well, both- but but yeah, like yeah, were, he's he's from Glee. Glee right, she yeah. can also sing. She's from she, she's from Glee too. Uh, she's from Glee, and then fucking um uh his dad in the show, not his Jesse L. Biological. Martin. Yeah, Jesse L. Martin is uh Broadway singer. Broadway singer. Huh. Like, it was just it was kind of random that they they almost everybody on that cast can sing really well. Yeah. yeah. So their crossover episode was a fucking musical. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The best moment in That's the end cool. of that is when he uh, he's out, quote unquote, out of the musical because it like it turns out to be some dream thing that both he and Supergirl are going through. But at the end, um, to properly propose to his girlfriend, he sings to her. Uh, and everything, so that's a that's a nice song. But anyway, it was a pretty cool crossover. <clears throat> Didn't Joss Whedon direct that or some shit? No, that was wait. I thought Whedon had something to do with this. I don't think Whedon had something. No. Like Whedon did his own musicals. Yeah, in, with Neil Patrick Harris in Buffy. Oh, uh, okay. I'm getting something. Okay, yeah, I'm getting yeah, it mixed up. Yeah. Maybe okay. what was that called? So. It was like Doctor something or other. Had oh, uh, uh, Doctor Horrible. Doctor Horrible. Oh yeah, yeah that was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Doctor yeah. Horrible. Hey everybody, it's Andrew. I just wanted to tell you about our friend Israel's retro gaming shop, RetroCo. If you go to retro-ko.com, you'll be able to see all of his retro gaming goodies. If you wanted to get that Sega Saturn hidden gem from back in the day, or if you wanted to get the Famicom disc system that you never got as a kid, or any other type of retro game that you were into, or uh, import game, please go to RetroCo.com. That's Retro-KO.com. And if you use the Superhouse code Johnson's Ballsack, you'll be able to get a little bit of a discount at checkout. So please, once again, if you could just go to RetroCo.com, you can also go to Facebook.com slash RetroCo with no hyphen. That's R-E-T-R-O-K-O. You'll be able to find him on Facebook as well. If you were looking for that PlayStation import game that you never got, if you were looking for that Mega Drive game that you never got, or any other kind of retro game, any import game, it could even be European. Israel also curates bundles at RetroCo, and he'll curate that bundle just for you. So please, go check him out. If you put in the code Johnson's Ballsack at checkout, you'll receive a Superhouse discount. Uh, okay, so the next what, what? song is uh, In the Land of the Pigs, the Butcher is King. And it's supposed <laughs> to be... <laughs> It's like a, some Sweeney Todd it's, shit, It's baby. written, quote-unquote, written to be the song of the corrupt bloodsuckers <clears throat> who run Gotham City and stare down from their chrome towers that disembowel the sky, pollutants raining down like a thick, clotted rain of decay. It's meant to be comically, grotesquely frightening. Metal. So, so this is supposed to be like yeah. Carl Grissom, Carmine Falcone, Commissioner Loeb, Gordon put a gun in his mouth, like that type of shit. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Can't you hear the choir now? Listen to the animals sing Can't you hear the slaughterhouse 
guitar behind it. Yeah, oh, you yeah. wish there was like more orchestration to back them up. They just didn't get that far. Yeah. If you have a full choir and orchestration and the guitars and everything like that, this is perfect. Uh, Meatloaf did a cover of this one too. Really? Yeah. So Meatloaf was all about this Batman musical. Uh, he he sort of, like appropriated the songs and everything, but he sings uh, a few of the ones, and this cool. is one of the ones on uh, "Bat Out of Hell 3 oh, uh, in there. So uh, that's so kind of saw the light of day in weird yeah avenues, and it later became part of the "Bat Out of Hell" musical that's currently uh, on Broadway. So shit, really? <laughs> yeah. got to get out there, man. <laughs> wow, so, Super House goes to "Bat Out of Hell," goes to the opera. Opera. All right, so. This is based off of the Tim Burton movies, and so the villains of this are not only the Joker, but also Catwoman. So uh, Catwoman in this snippet is voiced by uh, a singer named Kareen Hanna. Sorry if I butchered your name. Um, And it's a love song between the two of them, and it's called uh, Not Allowed to Love. It's more traditional there's just so little time I can't yeah. afford to be wrong I'm not allowed to cry Tremble, whimper, sigh These signs of weakness are avoided I so yeah, that sounds more old-time musical type yeah. A little something thing. for everybody, man Yeah, yeah. That's cool swooning yeah. That's cool uh, something for, for everybody. Something for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm vibing the Joker on this. is four ca- quadrant yeah. musical right here. This the, is so Gucci. Yeah. The Joker <laughs> then had his own song called the Joker Song, and Jim Steinman would basically try to weave in uh, some of Nicholson's lines from the movie. Okay. As uh, lyrics, mm. uh, this is one of the more, for, even though it's the Joker, like it's one of the goofier songs. I'm not, I'm not as big of a fan of it compared Did to the other. You others, ever dance, dance, dance with the devil <laughs> in the moonlight? <laughs> to be honest, oh, that's, that's better than this. Dance, dance. This is still better. That's, that's actually good. better than this actual that's one. You need to dance. be part of this shit. This is <laughs> yeah. incredible. All right. The vision's going through my head right now. All right, wow. so this is this is actually sung by Jim Steinman himself as the devil. There's no Prince uh, influence on this whatsoever. Huh? No, no, okay, not at no. all. Because he would have sued the living fuck out. He would have. <laughs> now that would have been interesting if he actually turned his uh, yeah. Batman album into uh, a musical. That would have been interesting because yeah. a lot each song on the Batman '89 album is supposed to be sung by a different character from the movie. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, there's like even a love song between Bruce and Vicky Vale, and so he brought in Sheena Easton to be the voice <laughs> of Vicky. Harvey Dent. Yeah. I'm gonna be important <laughs> later. <laughs> I'm just kind of hanging out with Bruce. <laughs> I grew oh, up shit, they're recasting. <laughs> All right, I so grew up in the theater. The way you sing this is, is the music to my ears, this and I me. cannot wait to hear more from the dulcet tones of Wolfie Crow. Dance, dance, dance. All right, so that's better than this version, but anyway, this is the Joker song, and it's sung by Jim Steinman himself as the Joker. That's way better. I know what you're thinking. Well, forget it. I know what you're planning. You'll regret it. I know who they are and where they've been. Exactly what they're hoping to be. I think they've been there, done that, seen it all, that's all they can see. Well, wait till they get a load, they get a load of me. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's not not bad. Yeah. Get a load of me. They wrote that one in one night, though. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrote it on a bar napkin. 
Well, then he, he gets a little bit more. The He's trying to make it zany like yeah, the Joker. Yeah. Zany yeah. for musicals. I, like, I yeah. like that he opens with, where do you get all the wonderful toys? Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, I'm skipping certain parts to, to like the main yeah. melodies and shit. No, but that's yeah. great. Yeah. I would so, love to see on stage Joker like playing his way across, yeah. <laughs> murdering people. Yeah, yeah. And the the end is him uh, <laughs> running over people while singing with his yes. tank. He's yeah. supposed to have a tank instead of that gun, right? Well, that in the good. I don't know about the musical, but in the original Sam Hamm draft, yeah. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah I should have kept that shit. <laughs> so let's see. Here's a little bit of the end where he's supposed to be running over people. I think. Why don't I come up to the lab and see what's on the slab? Rocky Horror Oh, look at her skin. Her skin's the color mocha. Live and love, eat and joker. Yes. <laughs> Living Lavina Joker. Joker. This is post Ricky Martin. Fucking poetry. Uh, yeah, I think think it is. Poetry. Tim Curry as the fucking Joker. Yeah, (laughs) he finally gets to play it (laughs) in this version. What if he? What if he got this role (laughs) and and it was going to happen and then it just never happened? (laughs) (laughs) It's like God damn it! Just not in the fucking cards, man. (laughs) Okay, so Jim Steinman wrote a lot about Catwoman. So here's um, Catwoman's other theme, and here's what's really interesting. His he was not going to go with the Tim Burton version of of Selena Kyle. He says, "Quote: Selena Kyle secretly was a witness." to the murder of Bruce Wayne's parents. A street urchin mm. who happened to see it all hidden away. The brutal murders Gotham both did this, didn't Bruce's. they? Yeah, they got... I don't know if they deliberately got this idea, but they were basically doing the idea that Jim Steinman had. Mm. Okay. To have yeah. Bruce and Selena. And he says... Legacy lives <clears throat> on. Yeah, he says, both respond totally different to their traumatic bruising. Bruce learns to vow revenge and becomes the Avenging Knight Batman, but Selena is mostly mentally scarred by realizing how easily things are precious that are precious can be taken away from you, such as seeing Mrs. Wayne's pearl necklace ripped from her throat. So Selena grows up craving precious jewels and obsessed with holding onto them, which explains why she becomes Catwoman. She never wears them outside. She's a plain mousy woman on the outside, but she hoards them in chess. Only when she transforms into Catwoman are her love of danger and lust for precious jewels and crime, which dominate her. It's the secret total possession of them that drives her, not the public display. So both witnesses to the crime of the Wayne's horrific murder by the Joker... Again, that twist is still in this musical. Right. Joker technically creates both Batman and Catwoman through this one act. Quote, two little lost children have mutated through their own complex reactions to a numbing loss and, in fact, fall in love with a dark, somewhat kinky S&M-like undertow. This is new to the Batman world. Catwoman sings her song alone in a jewelry store, uh, reveling in the glinting, glittering jewels piled up around her. She smashes glass cases and dances as erotically as Salome with the severed head of John the Baptist. I think you'll recognize my best use of the chorus here. I need all the love I can get, which is from Sister of Mercy's uh, song More from 1990. Fuck yeah, goth AF, yeah. baby. <laughs> 90s goth. Actually, this would yes. be early 2000s goth. Yeah, so uh, here it is. And I need all the love okay. I can get. My second favorite. Yeah. So yeah, this 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 section in particular is right out of this room. Okay. But he was just like, ah, I wrote that one too. That's what use it. So as I said, he reuses a lot of shit. Alright, so <laughs> you got the idea on that one. Um, last one is called We're Still the Children We Once Were. Uh, and it's supposed to be a tearjerker because uh, he says, quote, at the end of Batman under the fiery ruins of an elevated train track. So apparently the third act was going to be on an elevated train track, much like Batman Begins. 
uh, fighting ferociously with Joker, Catwoman and Batman unite. And in the battle, Catwoman is mortally wounded, saving Batman's life heroically. In a climactic, elegaic song, Batman holding the dying Catwoman in his arms sings, We're still the children we once were, along with the expiring Catwoman, and with themselves as the little kids who saw the murder. So it's him singing of Catwoman in his arms while the little versions of both Bruce and Selina are in the background. Uh, and they all sing it together. It forms a hopefully thrilling, tragic quartet. Bruce as an orphan, Selina as a terrified urchin, Batman as a heart-shattered Avenger, and Catwoman as a dying, doomed hero. A spine-tingling quartet, Batman's final act of gruesome revenge still awaits. But this is the operatic finale. Uh, this is a song, the only way it exists is through this, with Jim Steinman himself singing on piano, so it doesn't quite have the same power to <laughs> we just blew up uh we, we don't have the same it doesn't have the same power to it as what he describes but it does have you can hear like the emotions uh to it or the idea of uh them always sort of being children or being okay. you know rooted in this trauma who's gone to take us home we're still the children we were then who's gone to take us home we're still the children we were then. It's Batman singing. It was Batman singing, yeah. So it's, I mean, again, it's just, it'd be a lot more powerful with, you know, quartet of singers powerfully singing with orchestration and everything, but the the idea seems like it's it's meant to, you know, bring out tears from the audience. Uh, but yeah, those are the main songs uh, that he released demo-wise. There's probably others, he just hasn't released them at all. But okay. those mm-hmm. are the main ones. So that so is good. Batman the Musical by Jim Steinman. Yeah, I can't. I know I said this before. I can't believe it exists because I check. I check comic book movie news every fucking day. Uh, I'm surprised Kotaku or some site like this hasn't has never had an article like. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> you know, did you know there was a Batman musical? Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how did you even figure find this out just from BatmanOnline.com? Uh, I let's see. At the time, what was it? Let's bring my way back. I remember hearing about. I remember hearing about Tim Burton and everything when I was uh, in school and I was trying to look it up. And I think at some point I came across um, realizing that a lot of songs I like came from Jim Steinman. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that's how I discovered "Bat Out of Hell" and "Meatloaf" and everything. Cool. It was not like freshman year of college. This was my shit. It was like "Bat <laughs> yeah, Out of yeah, Hell" yeah. and everything. I just discovered it, even though like it was decades old. But whatever. And uh, it's fine, man. Finding out that uh, the guy who did all those was planning to do a Batman musical, so I looked up like, "What's the status of the Batman musical?" Yeah. I found a fan site that that's no longer around anymore, but it had everything. What is that the name I of just, the site? It's not around anymore. It was like Batman the musical or something like. It was, oh, yeah, okay. It was, like, it, was, it was on freewebs.com or something. But, wow. Uh, it they had the description of everything. It had all the demos, and I listened to all the demos and everything like that. And of course, everybody around me was like, "Why the fuck are you listening to all this? It sounds terrible." <laughs> because they shut up, man. You don't know shit. <laughs> it's so fucking bad, passion, man. Uh, but then I started digging, yeah, digging into uh, other forms of this or other ways that these songs came about. So that's kind of how I discovered everything, and it's kind of just been on the back burner of my mind. And I didn't really think about it until one of the other episodes where we just randomly ended up talking about it. So that now it's part of our Superhouse canon is talking about uh, or introducing people to the Batman musical. So all of these songs Beautiful. are uh, my favorite episode. Yeah, <laughs> is it really? really? Wow, <laughs> music's a big part of my life, yeah. and I think this is an opus, a beautiful opus that Jim Steinman never got to fully see come into fruition. Yeah. It's brilliant. I could just see it It'd be like a goth Broadway masterpiece. I would have loved it. I mean, meatloaf vibe. I mean, yeah. ugh. Your one of your Goblin dreams is to make the Ninja Turtles into a musical, right? 
I wanted, that before, to, I wanted right? to do like a stage production of the, of the first movie. Yeah. So this like is like right a, up your re- alley. Re- recreation. Not necessarily musical, but yeah. But I would like to see this Batman musical. They should have got Meatloaf on to play the Penguin or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that'd... do a sequel <laughs> like show or something as, uh, with him so in the DeVito the role. Like, the Penguin cool. has bitch tits. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I gotta drain my pics. <laughs> But yeah, so unfortunately it wasn't made, but we still have the demo songs and then the other, like the real songs that were made of it that I think are obviously are Mm. better because they're better Mm -hmm. forms of it. But uh, you can find any of these songs online. Just type in uh, Batman musical song demos or look them up on YouTube. Um, There's a whole variety of them. There's even uh, a guy who came up with some of his own songs. Uh, that are in the style of Jim Steinman, uh, Jim Steinman, Jim Steinman, uh, Jim, <laughs> Jim Steinman, and Wad Willops, uh, and, and um, Rod Willops, <laughs> Wad Willops, uh, and uh, came up with a couple other songs called uh, "Dark and Twine of Darkness" uh, for Batman, <laughs> and another the, the, the emotional themes that are like it's poetry, you know? Yeah, what I mean? so yeah. About like not being what was it something about not being the same children we yeah, were? Yeah, we once were. Like, yeah, deep poetic. Oh yeah, ideas. yeah. I love ideas. that. Yeah, you just yeah. there's not an avenue for that outside of like a musical sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Like, because it's so expressive true, yeah. and emotional. Yeah. Like in a movie, if you have lines like that, they better be good. The same, right, yeah, the right, same right, top right. forty type song either yeah. like this is definitely musical material um yeah scarmouch is, is the guy's code name but uh, he did dark and twilight darkness for batman and then the, the joker he used a title that jim steinman says he's always wanted to use for a song uh it's called quote i'll decorate the city in ribbons of blood and it's yeah. it's a song jesus for uh here let me just fucking pull that it sounds up. like uh a band name what's jim steinman doing now i mean he just released the um he just re- released the Bad Out of Hell musical. Oh, okay. So, so he, he's doing fine for himself. Yeah, he reappropriated uh, in the Land of the Pigs, the Butcher's King. Um, you put all that work in, you might as well put yeah, it somewhere. Yeah, I know. So I, I can't blame him. So this is yeah. this is from a fan of the musical songs. This is not actually Jim Steinman, but he's done Hell it as a tribute to him. Yes. For the Batman musical? Yeah, this is him. Like, if This could have been a song for the Batman musical for Joker. Obviously, that's those are laughing that you hear. So it's meant to be around Christmas era. era. ribbons of blood On every single avenue In every darkened street I'll decorate the city In ribbons of blood With every beating heart <laughs> I fulfill Every soul Period. I meet yeah. Cause killing is my business And business is good I'll hurt them all down In every damn neighborhood So Merry Christmas Gotham City It's really good (laughs) But I like this song better than the actual Joker song That Jim Steinman wrote in this I was less less silly Yeah Yeah. (laughs) I would fly to whatever city that somebody can Go fund me this thing into creation. <laughs> Let's Superhouse make this. goes to Kansas City for this. Yeah. The only production of this. <laughs> it was glorious. It was just as good as I thought it could have been. And even it was better than that. We're like podcasting while <laughs> yeah. watching it. Wow. Cam- cameras on wow. us. <laughs> All of us just smiling like <laughs> fan. The important thing is the podcast part, not the actual musical. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas is great. We're do Superhouse the musical one entire episode. 
It's uh, just us sitting on the couch singing. singing. And there's like a scene of me All having sex in the laundry room. Through a negative review. <laughs> oh, man. It's you in the laundry room and then me with the bat suit on. And the- <laughs> <laughs> Where does they get those wonderful toys? <laughs> All right, You're so pretty good at that, man. Thoughts of the Batman musical now that you know now that you know what it was. Incredible. Kudos to Jim Steinman for getting as much as there has been out for this like seemingly implausible project that yeah. <laughs> no one would really seem to be like, Oh, that sounds stupid. Like, why would you do that? But yeah. it's great. And the, the meatloaf vibe, I'm feeling it. Rock opera, let's do it. I'm there. Yeah. I'm feeling like what else? is there that's like <laughs> like this where it's like no one's talking about it but it was like almost made like this is see- spider-man the musical i mean i've heard made. i heard that it was that was made, was yeah. made. Yeah, yeah 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 there was an accident on stage or something yeah well, a lot of the spider-man died no not died never, but like they got hurt they got hurt right yeah. yeah like i i don't know it's just like it's wild i just feel like i should have known about this it's so crazy man american psycho the musical oh yeah that is yeah with matt smith never Wait, seen real? american psycho Oh, yeah, there is joking. an American Psycho musical. Oh, I bet it's great. Uh, with uh, <laughs> it with uh, Matt Smith, who uh, was the Doctor in Doctor Who for a while, uh, oh, yep. in an American accent. But uh, and then he got replaced by Benjamin Walker, no, uh, who did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. But yeah, uh, it's, I have to see American Psycho at some point. You've never well, seen you've never that. Seen I've never seen it. Oh my god, Andrew's seen like four movies: <laughs> Surf Ninjas, <laughs> Happy Gilmore. There's not a whole lot. I feel like I've seen and so the many. Lion but Lion King. <laughs> The thing is, like, I saw most of my movies in the '90s, and then like I hit like a patch where I didn't see anything, man. Yeah, sounds like it. Jeez. Yeah, well, something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. All right, watch American Psycho. Uh, yeah. So was that pretty much it? That is pretty much it. So yeah, I love you, Jim Steinman. Love the work and everything. I wish that there were like better versions of the same song that were out because I feel like they don't probably convey what he was originally thinking. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm glad that we have what we have. Jim Steinman, if this. Uh, podcast episode finds you please email us at superhousepodcast at gmail.com we would like to know more send us a direct message either on our twitter superhousepodcast slide into our dms slide into our dms on instagram as well superhousepod that ben curates and uh, that's it I'm Thunderwolf hey, wait, on twitter wait. Uh, what are your favorite musicals Dude, I'm I'm not so uh, Disney movies count. educated in this uh, I do like I know it's a basic B answer, but I like I like Hamilton because they're it's like rapping, which is cool. You don't like it? Hamilton's lame. You think I, Hamilton's I still lame? Manuel Miranda. He's I little... still haven't heard the music from it. I just it's, okay. it's it like doesn't... it's cool. It's a cool idea. It's yeah. like a rap. I like opera, it. I like it. Pl- musical. What well, what, well, what fucking fuck. musicals do you like? Uh, Hipster bro. Over Newsies here. baby. Newsies. I never. Newsies. I've never. I've never Alan Menken. Oh yeah. I've never seen that either. Santa Fe. You got to watch it. Christian Bale. Whenever I heard the Jay-Z Hard Knock Life, I thought that was original material. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) when that came out. Because I I had never heard of Annie in my life. Like, I grew up with musicals being like... I love West Side Story. Well, like I like when I, when I watched theater. when I watched Disney movies when I was a kid, I would just fast forward, forward through, the songs, yeah. through the songs. I couldn't stand the music part, so I just I didn't like. That's sad. I didn't I didn't <laughs> like it at all, not at all, dude. So I like I just grew up not like musicals weren't a part of my life. My sister up. was in Greece. Yeah. Really, my mom worked in theater, so I was saw a lot. So it was part it was part musicals, of your deal. Yeah, yeah. West Side Story is great. Uh, I grew up on. Uh, just mainstream classics so like Phantom and uh, 
Lame is basically was what I was growing up with. Uh, and then I think I got introduced slightly to Jim Steinman because he teamed up with Andrew Lloyd Webber on uh, Whistle Down the Wind. And I remember hearing uh, some of the songs from that. I was just like, damn, this is pretty good shit. And then I didn't make the connection that it was the same guy who did the song that I love from The Shadow until later on. And then, you know, college is when I put everything together with the whole Batman musical and The Shadow song and Whistle Down the like, Meatloaf and everything. Like, it's the same guy the whole time. I've heard Les Mis is good. You still haven't seen that? I've You're never Jackman. seen that either. I mean, the, the, the movie probably isn't the best representation <laughs> of that. Yeah. <laughs> Given how they, they picked actors rather than people who could like actually sing but like right the book of mormon i listened to on spotify yeah as well it was all right (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you dude musicals are my least fucking it's like that in polka it's like the the, 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 the musical genre i know the least about (laughs) yeah Now we know a little bit. So this is yeah. the, this might be, this is definitely the first, but it might be the last and only deep dive into a, a musical uh, on this podcast. But uh, here it is, the Batman musical, and uh, I'm glad I got to share it with you guys. Dude, Dude fucking great. Steinman. Great fucking research as the huge. Um, thanks again, Ben, for that. Thank you. And uh, that that's pretty much it. Yep. So uh, I am uh, Ben Juan Ryder on Instagram. I also curate the uh, Superhouse Pod Instagram. That's exactly what it is, Superhouse Pod. Uh, shout out to uh, Cookie Noms. Cookie Noms. Instagram. Instagram for that, as well as you want to bring up the Shasta Army. Bring up, yeah. So Shasta Army, everybody, uh, Patreon.com. Please join it. Uh, and then I'm Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. And we're Superhouse Podcast on all the social media. That's it for me, I think. Uh, signing off. I'm Wolfie Cruz on all social media. Uh, I better get out of here before this bartender wants me to pay. And that's it. It's Ben signing off. (laughs) In every darkened street, I'll decorate the city in ribbons of blood. With every beating heart I pull from every soul I meet Cause killing is my business and business is good I'll hurt them all down in every damn neighborhood So Merry Christmas, Gotham City, hope you like what I do Merry Christmas, Gotham, it's my one gift to Christmas, Gotham City, hope you drown in my flood, as I decorate this city in ribbons, ribbons of blood, I decorate this city in ribbons of blood, I butcher everything that moves and feast on every yell, I decorate this city Ribbons of blood Just watch the go-fest I create A nightmare worse than hell Cause killing isn't my business It gives me such a thrill A never-ending orgasm I savor every kill So Merry Christmas, Gotham City Hope you like what I do Merry Christmas, Gotham It's my one gift to you Merry Christmas, Gotham City Hope you try Decorate the city in ribbons, ribbons of 
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 